Now we boldly go where this podcast has never gone before. Again, in space. I don't even know the theme to this movie. Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we keep it real to real and we have good old fun talking about it. For the next few months we are talking about Star Trek. The greatest goddamn series of all time by the gift from Gene Roddenberry to the world. And today we talk about Wrath of Khan. Khan! That's how you gotta say it. We're in my turf now. (laughs) Yeah. The Wrath of Khan. Khan. Khan! Khan! See, though, okay. You really want me to do Khan? I understand the Khan thing. I really do. (laughs) But the only thing I can think of is Seth Rogen and fanboys Uh doing Con! 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 We gotta do it like a barbershop quartet. Okay. Con! 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 That was horrible. That was you him. you yep. flat. I know. I, you really I can't carry a tune in a bucket. No. Okay, yeah, so. You really can't. No. He's bad at it. Don't blame oh, me. Oh, hell. This one stars the classic lineup, the original series. William Shatner, Leonard Nimoy, DeForest Kelly, James Doohan, yep. Walter Cogan. Katie. Oops, sorry. <laughs> I was yawning halfway through. Uh, here, George Takei, Michelle Nichols. And others too. We have Kirstie Alley. And all the rest. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Kirstie Alley, Ricardo Montalban, and Old Ben Boobs. Yep. Oh, oh God, yeah. Thank you. I'm not the only. They're one supposed to be pecs, but they didn't quite no. work out. Jiggle physics. Yeah. He's a little too old and leathery at this yeah, point. Yeah, just. You I got, got a little I, bit of jiggle. Physics. I gotta say though, Ricardo Montalban was really fucking good in this. He was. He was the he only was other really actor. Fucking good. He was the only other actor that chewed as much scenery as William Shatner did. Yeah. <laughs> and he, <laughs> was, he was. He was just dancing around the whole the whole movie, yeah. just being super like over the top, and it was great. Yes. Because that's yeah. what he is for. Hmm. So wait, so, wait, so has any has everybody seen this movie beforehand, or was it a first? This is the first. I have seen it before. It's this, the it's the first time in a while for me. It was the first time I had seen it fully. Yep. The problem I had is I I've seen the reboot. Yeah. So we're and seeing I, all so the characters I'm that changed. the actual yep. like characters that mm. they're based off of, and I'm like, okay, I get this part. Okay, I get this part. Wait. You're not Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, yeah. Original oh, Khan was better, though. Oh, I agree. Yes. Yeah. 100% yes. agree. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch those, like, did I'm a, like, wait, this is completely different. You know, <laughs> you know, Cumberbatch, whatever, he did He did a good job, but the original Khan is better. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. more iconic. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He has yeah. crazy hair. He's yep. Yeah. It, it's, outfit. He's memorable. I, I yes. remember I was in the theater when I saw Penguin. Um, <laughs> you know, uh... <laughs> You know, oh, so grim. When, when I saw, you know, Butterscotch Bumperdick yep. go ahead and and uh, do that, he's like, I am Khan. I went, wait, wait, what? what? No. And then I just kind of went on, I'm like, yeah, okay, he's Khan. Sure. He's Khan seated. Yeah, just kind of go through with it. I'm like, okay, this is calm. Yeah. Good whatever. thing we didn't see this movie before that movie. I think. Yeah. Or else that would have been even more of a disconnect. Oh, I, I knew who Khan was, but it's just yep. like, it just like, I watched it, I'm like, no. Like, 
It's it like, has like um, no resemblance. No, no, no not at all. No. But like, it's like whoever the dude is who plays Spock in the new one. Um, uh, uh, Zachary uh, Kinto. Yeah, like he he's believable as Spock. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's a good he's Spock. You watch him. Like, yeah, he's a good Spock. Yes, yeah, you're Spock. You're I'm with you. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. being yeah. being Khan in the remake mm. works because it's a very different version of Khan. It's a different timeline. Right. It's a different thing entirely. Yeah. Like I yeah. don't remember anything about him. He, he was bland. He was, he, he was but yeah. he's a very he's he's I, the banality of evil. But that's the part. Yeah. It was supposed What's to that? be kind of creepy because he he was very bland. He was very. Yeah. Uh, there was no real emotions coming out of him or anything else because he's supposed to be super, super smart, super, super powerful. He's supposed to be like the ult- ultimate human where emotions don't get in the way. So he's very... So he's, a Vulcan? He's a Vulcan yeah. as a human. Which doesn't yeah. work. Right. And, and, that's, we have and he's a genetically yeah. engineered person. So because he's genetically engineered, of course, he assumes, like Miranda, that he's better than everybody else. Right. And I still hate Miranda. I know you do. Yeah. Mass, Mass Effect. Mass Effect. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it, it just... She looks She looks like Michael Jackson. I don't like her. <laughs> it's been a while. She, I don't yes, like she her. does. She does yeah. look like Michael Jackson. With oh. the buck teeth. There's weird stuff in this movie, in my personal opinion, that make it pretty good. And I know the next one is critically not that great. Well, that's so, that's the curse of yeah. Star Trek movies. The yeah. the odd numbered ones are, are not generally good, yeah. bad, yeah. even numbered are good. Now, and just to bring it up, we didn't go over the very first motion picture, uh, like boring. because I can sum up the movie for you. We're going to pan across the Enterprise, then we're going to keep panning across the Enterprise, then we're going to pan across the Enterprise from a different angle, then we're going to keep panning and pan some more. It's been about forty five minutes. We're almost done with the left nacelle. Okay, that's the first movie. The first movie is not great. Yeah. And you yeah. don't need to have seen it to get Wrath of Khan. No. Well, I mean, this the, the last one was done so badly that actually they kicked Gene Roddenberry off uh-huh. to be able to produce it. And, I mean, Gene Roddenberry was really, really good. Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek and the whole universe. And basically the reason why we all have nerdy stuff, and even the reason why we have Doctor Who... Yeah. If you really think about it, because they watched Star Trek and went, I could do better. It's like, I can do that with yeah. half the budget. Uh, yeah, right. The original series did not really have much of a budget no. past, like, $1.70. No. No, no, no. No, not at all. And, I mean, you know, they started doing it, and, I mean, it's just for a full, for a full scripted movie, I mean, Gene Roddenberry... Not quite good. It's like it's very similar to my version because I've seen the first movie too. Like it's similar to the Twilight Zone movies, mm-hmm. right? Like right. where Rod Serling tries to do something longer than twenty minutes, and, and it it's just really, not really work. doesn't do well. Like stick to your zone. That's why they threw all the other guys in. You're good at episodic and, stuff. Yeah. Don't, don't try to do the motion picture. Mm-hmm. But when they started doing, um, that's where you had. Um, oh God, the. Names are getting me, but there's no, I think his name is Masterson. Um, when the Twilight Zone episodes, when they started doing one hour, and then Rod Serling's like, Yeah, I don't think I'm good at this. You take over. I'll just right. do the voiceovers. And, you know, but it's the same deal. It's like Gene Roddenberry is not good past 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, maybe an hour, okay, and then you do you've a two-parter. Got, yeah, you've got a 45-minute episode, <clears throat> you're good. Yeah. You get a, anything past that, and, and suddenly we're in un, uncharted waters. 
It's go. It's go. Then um, before we move on, one thing I did want to mention is that we have um, a recent thing, and they asked me to mention it, and uh, they have agreed to carry on the show. Uh, Perfume.com oh. is okay. also looking towards us. Um, you know, Hi. They recently in, uh, recently came out today, actually, at the time of recording this, came out with Tiberius perfume. Sweet. Uh, huh. And so I'm like, I'm gonna pretend we planned that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I, you know what? I saw that. And I reached out. I went, "Holy shit! This is too good." <laughs> so, Tiberius for the guy who likes green. Tiberius. <laughs> who likes green or well. possibly two navels? Because that was in an episode of the original series. Because of course it was. <laughs> hey, if it's risque to show one navel, it's even crazier Christ, to show two. Shoe. Oh my Whoa. god, two. Tiberius for the man who doesn't always have his knee there. Tiberius. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming up in about five weeks. All right. <laughs> oh man, so. There's a lot in this, and I mean, we'll run through it as we usually do, but my god, I, there's, yeah, even the credits don't really want to mention Kirstie Alley in this. No, no there's like, oh, and she's here too. Oh, yeah. yeah she's now, she wasn't a complete nutcase in, at this point. At this point no. in time, she wasn't, and but at this point She went time, crazy? Uh, oh, she, she's a Scientologist, and oh, she is a uh, she's she, she's right a vocal Trump supporter. Yeah. yeah. All I remember is Veronica's Closet. Yeah, that yeah. yeah, that was a good show. I watched that. I remember that. I watched her. The Look Who's Talking movies. movies. She was still. Cheers. She was still good there. Cheers. Yeah. 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 When now, Diane left. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. she's uh she's playing Savik, a uh, I guess a cadet or uh, a, uh, or like a like an officer like in training. A private or something. And in the next lieutenant. movie, yeah, yeah, lieutenant. lieutenant. And in the next movie, Savik is played by someone else. Ah. So we're okay. And. <laughs> <laughs> It's just for her, it's just that you see her and like, okay, it's just weird, but her hair is weird. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, they, then she starts talking Vulcan with Spock. And then, mm-hmm. okay, so then, then they turn and like, oh, she's a Vulcan. Yeah. Yep. You know, like, oh, you they're the ears. You didn't notice right away? I didn't. I, no. You know, I didn't either. Okay, I gotta, I want to know, is it just Spock that has straight eyebrows? Because... I could have sworn that was a Vulcan thing. Uh, there are other Vulcans that have the yeah. straight eyebrows, Most like of his men have his straight yeah, eyebrows. Because her eyebrows and, weren't yeah. straight. No. And a, yeah. lot, a lot of Romulans have the same deal. Yeah. Yeah, Romulans, exactly. and Romulans are, are actually yeah. Vulcans. So. Romulans and yeah. Vulcans, they're, yeah. they're technically yeah. separate races, but, but they came from the same the same yeah. place. Yeah. Well, I think, well, that's kind of lazy. Yeah, yeah, I think it's dead. That's why there's a war between them. There's a whole bunch of backstory there. And a lot of it contradicts itself because it's yes. like 60 years of backstory. And of course, there's like hundreds of writers getting involved. So it doesn't have to make sense. It's a, it's a show. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and this right. T3K mantra is really just, it's just a show. I should really just relax. Yeah. Well, there would be no point for this show then. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, we're, uh, you're welcome yeah. to overanalyze. But it's yeah. just like, ultimately, it's like, why is it like that? Yeah. Mm, just is. A wizard did it. Yeah. Yeah. Which sometimes it'll be a space wizard. And that concludes this episode of Movie Theater Time Machine. <laughs> Good night! What does, what does God need with a spaceship? Like, they actually literally encountered God in, I think it was the, fir- the first movie? Yeah. One of yeah, these movies, they, they literally encounter God and God wants their starship. They made fun of it in uh, Futurama. 
Oh no, that was that was in the show. The yeah. Futurama one where the, yeah. the gaseous ent- entity that was in the show. I'm talking in the movie. No, 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 no. The the um, the episode I think Bender floated out into space and ran into God. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Yes. If you're no. doing your job right, no, no one will think you did anything at all. Yeah. And like Bender's the worst, the, the worst deity to have. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah, it's like the... the civilization on your ass it doesn't believe you exist. We're like, well, I can't see him back there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was that episode. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. So we we'll jump on into some of this. I mean. Yep. Yep. All right. So we are. It's the year 2285. Admiral James T. Kirk, admiral this admiral. time, because mm. everyone admiral. reminds him he's an admiral. Did he get a perm or something? Oh, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know what... Or we got a different toupee. How to toupee. describe it. He doesn't wear a toupee. His hair's just, like, Does different he? somehow. I don't yeah. know if it's just... I don't know. It looks kind of like a perm, but mm. not quite. It is definitely has is his full body. It's definitely yeah. curled up. Maybe he's using some Vidal Sassoon. Yeah. You know, maybe he's oh, worth this it. This way, I think it would be uh, VO5. Yeah. I think yeah. that, was the right, that was the right um, time frame for that stuff. The hot oil. Tiberius. Oh, God, I remember. Tiberius. We don't know what... <laughs> <laughs> when you don't know what your hair looks like, Tiberius. When you don't want people to care what your head lo- hair looks like. Tiberius. So, yeah, Available at Perfume.com. So the movie opens with the uh, with the Enterprise on what appears uh, to be a uh, what ends up being a rescue mission to rescue a, a, a stranded freighter called the Kobayashi Maru. Eh, eh. The Kobayashi Maru is trapped in Klingon space in the neutral zone, and you know. Uh, Savik is in charge of the ship, so she decides we're going to you know, mount a rescue. Turns and out she breaks a few uh, a few rules while doing this rescue too, yep. because Turn... she goes into space that she's not supposed to go into. Yep, um, no one's supposed to go into the neutral zone because the the Federation is officially at war with the with the Klingons, mm-hmm. or at least you know open hostilities. At this point, yeah, they would be. Yeah, it's open hostilities, but the neutral zone is mutually agreed upon. Stay the hell out. Yeah, you, you stay in your corner, we'll stay in our corner. But someone that you know, this this uh, civilian freighter is is trapped out in the neutral zone. Were they always at war with the Klingons? Because where the hell did Worf come from? Uh, that's we will get into that. Later. Yeah, we oh. will get into that specifically in episode in um, Star Trek Six mm-hmm. when they sign the Kidmer Accords that mm-hmm. actually make peace between the Federation yeah, and the Klingons. It's, it's much later. But that's yeah. later. Ah, oh, okay. It's not currently happening now. Worf and Worf is a fun character. We'll get into him. <laughs> Looks like a fanny. <laughs> God, next, family Guy makes everything. Next hilarious. week, I'll really get into Klingons because you know. Next week is Klingon territory. They claimed, yeah, they claim to be. <laughs> they claim to be a proud warrior race, but they are slimy motherfuckers. Yeah, and, no, and they, they eat food that moves. Yep, gods who plays the head Klingon. I'm so looking forward to seeing him in Klingon again. Ah. <laughs> huh? uh, Christopher Lloyd. Oh, yep. I'm so oh, that's right. yes. I'm looking forward to that one because next next movie is is my favorite Star Trek bad movie. Yeah, next for week. Spock. Yeah, it's just one of those. I'm like, why? But it's just it's Christopher Lloyd over, and it. I'm, I'm gonna just jump ahead for a quick second, if I may. <laughs> yeah. But yep. Just picture Reverend. You're already gushing. Can't yeah, stop you. Reverend Jim from Taxi. <laughs> like yeah. fantasy yeah. casting. 
No, but Reverend Jim from Taxi, he, he falls into a time warp and has to be the Klingon <laughs> in order to survive. Oh, and man. it makes so much oh sense. He leaps into the body of a... Yeah, <laughs> but he, he has to be, he has to go into costume as the Klingon in order to survive. Like, just... Just picture that all the way. It is beautiful. Oh, yeah? I'll raise you. I can't wait for Star Trek 4 because we get to see John Shuck as a Klingon ambassador. I just want whales, damn it. That gives me an excuse to make Holmes and Yo-Yo jokes. Yes. Imagine an intro cop. I don't know. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I just want whales. I'm in. So we have the coat. The Kobayashi Maru, we find out, was actually just a simulation. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is. Yeah. Which I was, because I'd mm. seen the re- the reboot, yeah, I was sitting like, there going, this shit's fake! Yeah. yeah. Like, yep, the Kobayashi Maru is a no-win situation that's supposed to gauge how a, like, a captain's moral character, how they accept defeat with grace. Yeah. Because there's, it's supposed to be a no-win situation. Yeah. What I don't get is, why was this in the movie? Did it mirror something later on? Um, it's in the movie to show that it's the later on when uh, when they face a quote unquote no win situation with Khan having outsmarted them at every at every turn, Kirk, you know, everything's gone wrong. Yeah. Kirk doesn't believe in it yeah. and has yeah. used uh, a ruse essentially yep. the entire time. I don't believe right. in so no win situations the entire time. Yep. Right, mm-hmm. just like he did on the in, Kobayashi, on Maru. Kobayashi Maru. He, he repro he he yeah. did it three times and on the third time he reprogrammed <laughs> it to make it winnable. Yeah, <laughs> which he does believe in, in no one situations. He yeah. does that in the reboot as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I vaguely recalled. Yep. In the uh. in the reboot, Spock is the one who created the test. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Drew, Drew, you're right. Yeah. And you know, so later, Doctor McCoy joins Kirk on his birthday, seeing oh, that he's in low spirits. He advises old. him that you know you're old, you're getting older, you need to get into command. And symbolizing that, he gives him the gift of glasses. And yep. don't, yeah, right? Because <laughs> he's allergic. And and don't grow old five. behind a desk, Jim. Yep. You know, you've got to do it. And I was Which, like, this mirrors advice that Kirk gives Picard in Generations, but we'll get to that right. when we get there. And, yeah, yeah, you're, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right, too. I did find pretty cool is actually how Spock gives Kirk for his birthday the book A Tale of Two Cities. Yeah. Where he reads it, it's the best of times, it's the worst of times. And digging a little further, it actually makes a hell of a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As to why he would give... James Kirk, the tale of two cities. Yes, because well, Jay, like Kirk, at this point, it's like he's at the quote unquote best point in his life. He is an admiral. He's yeah. recognized, like but he he's is like bored, right? That, and that's the worst of times worst because of times. he's bored. He yeah. doesn't want it. Like James T. Kirk isn't a desk jockey. He's no. not supposed to be sitting in an admiralty office giving orders. He's, he's supposed, supposed to be, be on, on the bridge of a ship. Yes. That's his thing. He's got to go out there and like harass adventure. alien women and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Come to think of it, maybe he should jockey a desk. <laughs> but, <clears throat> now I'm picturing him riding on a desk with a riding crop. Yeah. It. <laughs> well, it'd be something to do, I think. It'll be like the roast of William Shatner where he came in on a horse. Yes, and then uh, uh, George... George- <laughs> Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. And the horse. 
which I died, I fucking died laughing watching that. By the, the way, it's on Hulu. If anybody yeah. actually wants uh, to watch it, the roaster on the, Hulu. Uh, Roast, the roaster William Shatner is, is phenomenal. Of, yeah, one of the best lines in this is uh, where <laughs> George gets up and he goes, it smells like pussy in here, I think. <laughs> and he tells Nichelle Nichols to close her lines. I fucking yeah. love him. <laughs> Poor Nichelle, leave Nichelle alone. Oh, she gives as good as she gets. Oh, oh she yeah, does. she gives oh, it right back. It, it's just. I know yeah. she does. Yeah, I think one of the funniest ones was Betty White and all of it. Yep. Like, yes. yeah, her roast was great. It's like Betty White's a national treasure. Yeah. We we managed to get her through 2020. Yeah. Like, but in the last in the last few weeks of 2020, I'm like, we need to form a defensive wall yeah. around Betty White. Yeah. Don't let this year win. Yeah, and also that rope. One last thing on that roast, though, you have. Andy Dick. Oh fuck that guy! No, but no, but come, come a, on. That that bit great, is okay. that bit is hilarious. It was a hilarious <laughs> bit, but I cannot <laughs> stand him. But yeah. The butt baby of Kirk and Spock. Yes. <laughs> come on. I am that, Spock. <laughs> I am Andy Cock. I am Cock. <laughs> Andy Cock. We're calling William Shatner mom, and William has no no idea what to do with this. I know. Like, 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 what the hell is going? Congratulations on your big night, mom. So meanwhile, while all this is going on, you know, we have the training going, and um, uh, we have the Reliant, uh, the starship, on a mission for a search of a lifeless planet to test the Genesis device. Yep. yep. Technology designed to reorganize dead matter into a habitable, hospitable world. Pretty much the Gek from Fallout 3? Yeah. I mean, kinda. I, I uh, think we're going yeah. more like the, the Titan on, from Attack on Titan. Yes, the mm. Garden of Eden creation kit wouldn't create a whole new planet. That Okay, but, that was stretching it. Yeah. But Titan AE, it's basically the same thing. It makes a new planet. Yeah. And at the end of this, if you make a new planet, they really should call it Bob. True. Yeah. True that. <clears throat> I'm not living on planet Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Reliant officers, Commander Pavlov Chekhov and Captain Clark Terrell beam down to evaluate the planet they believe is Sentai Alpha 6. Once there, they're captured by the genetically engineered pirate Khan. Now, if you think it's weird that the captain beams down on away missions, yeah. that's because it is. It's just a Star Trek thing. Just let it just happen. Just let it go. Yeah. We, we don't would, question it. You would it. think they'd send somebody else. Nah. Yeah, you, we send every important bridge officer down to do always and forever. Every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I just love this. Like you know, they're together, and you know how Khan slowly reveals himself, taking mm-hmm. off the Michael Jackson glove. Yeah. yeah. But you leaving know, the other one on. Yeah, yeah, leaving the other one on, and, and I, then... Um, and I like that Chekhov realizes how much trouble they're in because he sees the belt from the Botany Bay. Yeah. Because Chekhov was on the Enterprise. Yeah. During, like, uh, Khan yeah. was in the show. Yeah. And yeah. that, uh, in the show, is where they stranded him on Seti Alpha 5. And I was six. really happy they recalled that. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. it was Chekhov realized, oh, we're... Oh, 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 show fuck. oh shit, we got we gots to go. Yeah. Too late. Yeah, Terrell, like, what, what, why, why, why? Stop arguing, let's go! Yeah. God, we got to go, Captain! This is terrible. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the reveal slowly, and, you know, how the, um... Uh, I, I'm trying to create a joke on some band that I cannot remember the name of the goddamn band, but they take the helmet off. 
and where they're going to want Daft Punk. Daft Thank Punk. you. Yeah. God damn, I couldn't think of that. I could picture them with. I'm thinking know, of hel- helmeted bands. The only one I can think of is Daft Punk. No, that's the one I was trying to think of. But you have the you have the Daft Punk thing. He takes the helmet off slowly and then slowly explains everything. Mm-hmm. You know, Dead really Dead just Dead Mouse is a helmet. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah. true. But so, yeah, slowly like, explaining everything and explaining how you know how they take you know he takes the little living thing you know not the babble fish out of the last yeah, thing the, from Sentai Alpha <clears throat> Five. Seti. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, it is Sentai, Seti, right, Sentai yeah. is, is like Power Rangers <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Now picture that as a planet. I'd be, yeah. I, I think I'd be down for that planet. It'd be yeah. like Beautiful Joe or Wonderful One Hundred and One, the planet. <laughs> And actually, it's a, um, a really cool thing I want to mention is um, friend of the show and a longtime friend of mine, Chandra, uh, was actually recently cast as a voiceover for Rita Repulsa in the uh, Power Rangers Dark Unity movie. Cool. Kick, kick ass. As it is coming in, I, I could, Chandra, I could not be fucking happier for you. That's awesome. I, I could not I be fucking be happier for friend. you. I I strongly recommend throat lozenges because that yeah. voice is gonna hurt after. Yeah, uh, everything you've gone through, I, I'm sister. I'm with you. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Congratulations. Uh, makes me want to try to audition for Zordon if it's season this first. <laughs> yeah. I could hear it. Yeah. I could hear it. I, I could do it. You could do it. I could do it. It's Angels. your regular voice. Yeah. It, it basically is. All yes. I have to do is just be pissed. That, well, just put like well, a that's, little electronic that's the Brian, behind it and mm. you'll be fine. But well, being pissed off, that's the Brian Cranston Zordon. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. regular Zordon is just annoying. Like, hey yeah. guys, we're here. Oh, oh, oh yeah. it's teenagers. It's teenagers yeah. again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Oh god, teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you? No, not teenagers. <laughs> yes, I'm afraid that's correct, We need correct, five Alpha. teenagers. <laughs> I'm afraid that's correct, Alpha. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, years earlier, Kirk exiles Khan over into uh, his fellow Superman over to Sentai Alpha 5. Uh, after they attempt Setting. to take over a ship... Oh, shit, I didn't <laughs> Fuck it! We like Sentai Alpha 5. Uh, the neighboring planet exploded, devastating the surface of Seti Alpha 5. Hey, I did it. Yeah. Uh, causing the deaths of several accounts followers and his wife. Yep, and he blames uh, Kirk for this. And the the eel larvas implanted and check off and Daryl and holy like, it's an unpleasant scene. No, it's no. unpleasant, but also it's a it's obvious they took you know they took cues from um, uh, well, I can't remember names, but it's they took cues from the sledgehammer video because very clearly that's not a real ear. No, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Very, it's very, paper mache. Yeah. Yeah. It looked pretty bad. Yeah. And you know, did either you watch this on HD too? Uh, I uh, yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. through. Uh, well, Amazon. you could very clearly tell in the HD version that at least for Chekhov, he's not in the room. Oh yeah. yeah. Like it's ADR later, and it's like, oh no, no. Mm-hmm. It, it almost reminded me of Troll Two. <laughs> A little bit, but we, we definitely get more, uh, much more uh, emote uh, emotions here in than in Troll Two. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the, um, him. So the the eel larvae render them susceptible to mind control and use them to capture Reliant, and they learn that the Genesis device that Khan attacked uh, that device Khan attacks space uh, the regular one 
where the device is being developed by Kirk's former lover, Dr. Carol Baskin. What? <laughs> that bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Carol Marcus, I know. Yeah. And your son, David. I couldn't help but say Carol Baskin. I was thinking it last night. I'm like, I'm going to be a funny. <laughs> Does that make Kirk the Tiger King? Oh, God. <laughs> Are we just that picturing Kirk? That explains, like, the relationship with Spock in a whole new level. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just picturing, I'm picturing William Shatner with that, you know, precarious eyebrow piercing. <laughs> Always oh, looks like it's on the, on the edge of just dripping off his head. Oh, God. <laughs> the worst part is I can see him with a mullet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, to be fair, we only made it an episode and a half into into Tiger King, and yeah. it's just yeah. like I can't handle this anymore. This is I don't even, oh. don't even bother. <laughs> the first episode was okay. The second yeah. episode, I'm like, I don't care anymore. It's like no, I, I, I everybody in this is terrible. I knew yeah. about him a while back because I listened to like you know podcasts about like atrocity tourism, and he's a, he's like run for president before, so I knew I, I knew basically. Really? Oh yeah. yeah, he's got CDs Joe, out. Joe Exotic ran for president. He has a bunch of like um like country cds out that he didn't actually sing in them no no but he pretended to he pretended to oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah i listen to a podcast that can best be described as atrocity tourism Mm. so i've I've known about these gross people for a while i'm so sorry well uh was it f plus is uh atrocity tourism if you get down to it oh yeah Oh, I mean, yeah, but knowing Tiger King is yeah. that, that kind of says of, it all. There's there. a lot of them, though. So yeah, I'm not getting into it. Yeah. So there's a back and forth, and I love the scene where Kirk and Spock are together, and they're talking about Jim. You should not have taken that promotion. You yeah. should not be an admiral. You should be back where you belong. You should be on as the a captain. Yeah. Be on the ship. You should be on the bridge of a starship. That's yeah. where you belong. And, you know, it's... Kirk's been thinking this the whole time, and yeah. Spurk, uh, Spurk, <laughs> Spock kind of puts it into perspective, and he's like, damn it, again, all right. Yeah. Uh. yeah. And, you know, so they're... they're he, Admiral Kirk is on the ship inspecting the troops, basically. For inspecting. It. Yeah. Yep. Inspecting and kind of just just hanging around, just making sure that he's useful. Yeah, basically. But you, I love it where you see Scotty again, and Scotty's getting that old man Scotty look. Yeah, yep. he's getting, a, just, getting a bit round. Yeah, just looking like a little. Oh no, we're going to be fine, sir. It's good to see you. And then we <laughs> see like the new guy, just like I'm going to try real hard, sir. Yeah, and just like oh. Oh, you're a red shirt. Oh, they're all like, red oh. shirts. Now. I know. Yeah. It's like oh, Joey, red shirt. You're not going to survive, are you? Oh, yeah. we gave you a name, so you're going to die. We gave yeah. you a name and a backstory, so there's more pathos when uh, you die. Yeah, it backstory. Remi- it reminds me no. of the. Uh, there's a there's a Simpsons thing, and I, I want to post it on our social media of it where they're watching the old uh, Star Trek uh, a new Star Trek movie at the time with Grandpa mm-hmm. and Grandpa's like I remember when this show used to be relevant <laughs> and they're watching it and it's uh, you know the, they're all really old and it's Star Trek 41 so old very tired that's <laughs> just basically it's like <laughs> Scotty what's our power and he goes 
Captain, I can't reach the keys. And he's yep. way too fat for the controls. Yep. I'm giving her all. I'm giving her all. She's got the. The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. Her <laughs> dialing wand. If you would like to order a special dialing wand, please smash the keyboard with your hand now. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great episode. God, that's a great one. It's one I feel all the time because whenever I'm typing something out, I straight up, like, fat finger on my phone. I hit, like, three letters at once, just like, oh, man, I got sausage hands. Oh, no. (laughs) Thanks, Obama. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, America. Uh, (laughs) And, um, you know, so where, where this is all deployed and, you know, where... They're gonna go off, and then you know, Kirk is the senior pro, senior officer, so he naturally should assume command. Well, yeah, because, they get a phone yeah. call because from they get, uh, they from get a distress Carol. call. Yeah, they get a distress call. Uh, well, he gets a call from Carol, like bitching him out for yeah. for, for taking their stuff, for taking the uh, for yeah. taking the Genesis yeah. because Khan's you know basically lied to her through Chekhov and said that said it's that been. They're the commandeering transfer. everything. Yeah, the yeah. transfer of it's been uh, approved, approved by Admiral Kirk. Knowing now, Khan does this, knowing that Carol's going to call Kirk and scream at him, yeah. and then Kirk's going to go, what? "Huh?" and then come out there himself because that's what Kirk does. And that's yeah. exactly what he does do. Yeah. And I, the one part of it that this is the only thing that really bugged me about this movie. You see the Enterprise being backed out, and of course they get Savick in there to kind of learn how to be able to pull the the Enterprise out without hitting anything. And yeah. okay, first time. Okay, great. Oh, that's nice. But then you have that one guy on the dock like waving the Enterprise, and it's really super <laughs> tiny. Yeah, who's going to see this guy? What the fuck is the use of this guy? He is. It's just it's like I'm going to say he is the space dock manager's. Uh, cousin, yeah, and we and he's right, kind, yeah. and he's kind of a fuck up. They just need to give him something to do. Yeah, there's no way anyone on the starship can see him, but he feels useful. Yeah. He's not going to get in trouble. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. that. So it's like, yeah, we just we 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 give him minimum wage. Actually, no. In the future, we've evolved past the need well, for no, money. There's no money, so he just has something to do, so he feels useful. Yeah. Who's that? Oh, that's Joe. Yeah. It's like yeah. the Federation doesn't use money, but the rest of the galaxy does. Yeah. Yes. So they, they give... Yeah, so they give him something to do while they, they're, everybody else does the work. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, like, I imagine he's the guy who spilled the coffee on the controls yeah. at one point. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Yeah, and they're like, go, go to the... Somebody needs you to direct the Enterprise when it goes out of dock, or direct these ships when they go out of dock. Like, or, is, that? or is that Ensign who spilled coffee on the on the Admiral and then he's never seen again? Yeah. <laughs> or, like, what the... Like, how? Like, it just, just, just... That's the one thing that made me stop for a moment. And I'm thinking, like... Wait a minute. What is even the point of this? Why game? is that guy there? Like, and it still <laughs> bugs me. Who the hell is that guy? It's like a little tiny, like listeners, to give you an idea. It's like a grown man and a little tiny old Lego man. Mm. Like you yeah. know that equivalent of it, and it's just it's uh, weird. For, for reference, the uh, the the ships in Star Trek are enormous. Yeah. Um, I don't want to just say how long this ship is and be wrong about it because I know how Star Trek people get. Mm. So give me a second here. I'll figure out exactly how big a Constitution class yeah. Constitution that's that's the class that the Enterprise is obviously. Right. Constitution yeah. and uh, just for a little bit of uh, deep weeb the Reliant is a Miranda class. 
Hmm. Right, it is. Yeah. Yep. Constitution class starship on memory alpha. Okay. Okay, that ship, uh, the from stem to stern, the uh, Enterprise is two hundred and eighty-eight point six meters. Wow. So that thing is enormous. Wow. I'll take your word for it. Mm. Twenty-two decks and uh, has a complement of about four hundred people. Wow. Four hundred uh, crew on that thing. So yeah, these these ships are huge. This is way bigger than anything Star Wars related, except well, except for Star Destroyers. But most ships in like Star Wars can be run by a few people. Yeah. Yeah. This is like full, full massive. Yeah, it's a full. That's a full unit. Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to give anybody an idea who's like a deep history nerd, the average World War II naval ship had 420 people. Mm -hmm. And Max, and that was kind of cramming everything. How big like the battleship? Uh, I'm not really 100% sure, but that, that would be like cramming everybody in. So what a ship that's even like evenly spaced with everybody at equal distance to be able to have some room to breathe would have housed maybe about 200. Mm. So, yeah, that's fucking enormous as hell. Um, so they deploy, they go on the training cruise, or so they know, until they get to the stress call, but I love when they, <laughs> when they have to watch the video on what Genesis is. Yes. And it's oh. like, it's like... Sega! Yeah. And it's like, what? Genesis and you. Yeah. It did remind me of, like, mid-90s health class. It's yes. like, you're kind of expecting, We're gonna like, talk about your body. You're almost okay. expecting the Sims music in the background. So they're on route to uh, go to regular one, and the, it's, uh, the Enterprise is ambushed by Reliant. Uh, Reliant's been taken over by Khan and his crew, uh, who look like they came from their latest hair metal band thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or just to see where they are, like, you're okay now. Or just, uh, they all see Journey, do they all see Poison that day? Yes. Or, yeah, okay. Yes. So basically, yeah, they, they've taken over the Reliant, and because it's, you know, another Federation starship, yeah. the uh, the Enterprise is not really on alert, because yeah. why would you? They're on our side. Yeah. Why aren't they answering our ha our hails, though? That's weird. Yeah. So, and then know. we're going to fly closer to them, but we're not going to put up shields. No. We're going to fly. Friendly. Okay, for ships of that size, as close as they got is... Terrifying, yeah. like the, yes. the ranges you're dealing with on like starship scales, gotta, is going to be like kilometers distant. Yeah, like weapons range is like ten kilometers. Yeah, getting that close to the point where you could like spit on the other ship from is from one of them. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. You talk about a crash real easy. Mm -hmm. Yes. There, I thought, and you know, now they finally connect, and of course it's. This is really odd, and you could tell this, you know, this this parts that bug me where you can tell Ricardo Montalban filmed this in a very bizarre location, mm -hmm. probably long before anything, or like this was probably the test footage, or... or and he probably or, didn't have, like, you know, <laughs> anyone, he didn't have actual uh, Shatner to go off of, he yeah. was just doing his lines I, in a different place. I think, I would really venture to bet that this was his audition footage. 
At, at some degree, like this. It might have been. It wasn't a yeah. costume, though. He just showed up dressed like that. And I'm like, yep, that's what Kyle yeah. looks like. We're going to go with this. <laughs> oh, I don't know wait, where do you... I need to go to wardrobe? No. no. I don't great. know where you got that broken Federation emblem, but keep it. I like it. <laughs> Friends gave it to me. <laughs> For fun. I don't know why he's turning into Tommy Wiseau. I was going to say, why is it Tommy Wiseau? Okay. <laughs> different, different color hair, but yeah. Hello, Kirk. Hello, oh, hello, Kirk. Hello, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Jim. <laughs> How's your sex life? You're my best friend. <laughs> Do you want to throw a green football? <laughs> <laughs> no, chance. we throw football. You accept my terms, huh? No, the, the green the green football is uh, that Starship Troopers, my bad. <laughs> and, and, uh, and a cyber violin. How great is it when Kirk stalls for time and just finds yep. the passcode to I get love it? I love turning around, to okay. keep nodding, pretending I'm, t- I'm giving you orders. I love the fact that he hacked them. Yeah, I love the fact that he hacked them and that they didn't expect him to hack yeah. them. How did that, Khan not hear that? Yeah. Because or am I thinking of the later scene? Uh, well, they they were talking very low, and uh, comms probably, uh, like, Uhura probably just turned off the volume on their end. Uh, hit yeah. mute. Yeah, hit yeah. mute yeah. while they were... It was like, hit, hit mute on the phone yeah. so you can laugh at somebody while yeah. they're yelling at you, and then... <laughs> <laughs> Not that I did that. Oh, no. Uh... Not that I ever did either. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I actually, I really enjoyed the fact that they hacked him, because yeah. I was not expecting it. So I was like, oh... Oh, you're hacking! It's like this. It's eighty-two, and you're hacking! Yay! Yeah, like so, I was very yeah, excited. So basically, the Reliant fires on the on the Enterprise. The Enterprise yeah. knows exactly where to hit them. Cripples the ship. They have like no power. They have like auxiliary power. No engines. Yeah. No shields. Their sensors are kind, halfway off. Like kind yeah. of yeah. there. Yeah. And they, you know, and Khan comes over the the com, and he's you know. Doing his gloating thing. Prepare yeah. to meet your doom. And you've, you. you've got thirty seconds to send us this yeah. this kind of stuff information. Like we, we got to get the information. They turns around and pretend I'm giving you orders. Just keep nodding like I'm giving you orders. And they figure out the passcode. The, the passcode for the Reliant because it's to stop specifically what's been happening right now. So they send over this passcode, pretending it's the data on the Genesis device, and it drops the Reliant shields. And Khan's like, wait, what? And then Kirk's like, shoot, fire everything, hit him, hit him, hit him. And they hit the Reliant back, and the Reliant loses power, loses engines, loses everything. They and they just stuck together. And then they just yeah. kind of limp off in, other, in, in the, the opposite direction. Look on Ricardo Montalban's face. Oh, though. God, it's, it's perfect. so great. He's like, like Kirk, you motherfucker. It's, I've said this many times here over and over that. The best acting, or or what acting without any language, like mm-hmm. you know, yes. without any words coming out, and you're just like, you know, where you see his eyes, where he thinks he got him, and all of a sudden he realizes it's a look like he's, I just shit my pants. Right, it's the it's the yeah. it's like put the, the shield back up. Yeah. I can't. The yeah. complete change of yeah, that, that complete drop. Yes, mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah, yeah but that, that's when you know an actor is a good actor. Yeah. When they can do that and you see triumph and then immediate loss, yeah, it's great. It's and great. And he just looks and goes, oh no. Like, oh yeah. fuck. Yeah. And you see there, so Khan's forced to retreat and, you know, the... He's pissed effect, about it. You know, in effect, repairs here. So while the Enterprise limps to regular one. Yeah, both ships kind of limp yeah. off to kind of lick their yeah. wounds. And Kirk and Spock have a very interesting conversation. Yeah. 
about um, where in proximity the Reliant could be to them. Could They could be hiding behind this, this moon or yeah. this planet that they're on. It's a, it's a and they don't want to. They don't want to do anything too crazy. And I, I think by this point too, they, are they have they picked up um, the uh, when they they the get captain to, and uh, and Chekhov yet? They're just there. Yeah, not yeah, yet. They, yeah. When they get to regular, yeah. they get onto the sh- onto the station. Right, that's right. And, and they find, find most, most of the crew of, dead. Most of the crew right. dead yeah. and tortured, and they find uh, Terrell and Chekhov crammed into a box. Right, yeah. that's right. Because I kept going. Wait, is that a panic room? Wait, is that a panic yeah. room? Yeah. Wait, is that a panic room? I don't know why. <laughs> why are there rats? And you're like, rooms. why are there rats on a on a starship? Because like, yeah. rats are everywhere. Yeah. That was my first thought. Why? Why is there a rat here? What, what is this? And he's like, well, rats get everywhere. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, rats would get on a starship, Fair. too. Even and in the goddamn future? Mm-hmm. It's, but it's 300 years in the future, and you yeah. still have old PBS cameras. I uh-huh. love yeah. it. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> and, and, and the computers, and the yeah. 3D looks of the computers. Uh, yeah, the, the, I was oh, so happy. Oh, <laughs> wait. Oh, wait. Oh, is still there, like, come in, regular. Come in, right. come in. They're in her face. They're just on the other side. You're just expecting, you know, they would turn over to be Mr. Rogers. Right, yep. right. Oh, hello, Nicholas. <laughs> hello, hello, Michelle Nicholas. Hello, neighbor. Hi, you you're our friend. Oh, God. Come beam aboard. <laughs> Why don't beam you? Aboard. Be great. Yeah, see, uh, it's it's a little too easy to slip into that creep, uh, the creepy pedophile character from the uh, from <laughs> Family Guy. Oh God! Well, why don't you come right. on in? Don't do that. With your come big on mu- in, why don't you do your big muscly arms? Don't do that. <laughs> I have any popsicles for don't, you? Don't do that. I don't. got some money in my pocket. Don't don't do it. Just don't. Do it. Stop it. I don't, I don't like it. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, you pissed me off, big son of a bitch. Oh God. <laughs> uh, it's gonna make fantasy casting even funnier. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, or we but, could all, we could go with the much more wholesome character of Bruce. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no one ate the Oreos. This I'll is, take them home to the cats. As far as I know, Bruce hasn't done anything horrible in that show. Yeah, I don't know. I stopped watching a while back. Um, <laughs> this is when I got. I got to use some of my knowledge about dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because when he's um, Rigger when Bones just basically in. start talking about how Rigger hasn't said in, so this is new. I'm like, ah, oh, so they're only been there like one or two hours tops. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting in the I'm sitting in the orange chair over there, going like, you creepy. <laughs> I watch a lot of Criminal Minds. Yeah. <laughs> All my Sims are dead. I keep finding their bodies and I put them in the cemetery. Saying, it's the what Sim- I do. Because the Sims don't go into rigor though, do they? They don't. No. They okay. don't. There's no dead bodies actually laying around. I just gotta that's be able the, pick that, up a bunch of urns that's and bring the next them to the Sims cemetery. 4. That's the next Sims 4 expansion. CSI. Please. Yeah! <laughs> I, kill, I kill Sims like it's nobody's business. Oh, yeah. But anyway. Uh, um, I mean, so they find Chekhov and Terrell alive here and then the uh, other slaughtered members of Marcus's team they find they soon find that Carol and David are hiding Genesis deep inside of their nearby planetoid uh, uh, Khan uh, 
Khan here uses Terrell and uh, Chekhov as spies and orders them to kill Kirk. I was going to say, at this point, too, the, the two of them are basically saying, this is what he did to us. They tell Kirk exactly what it has been done to them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, he's... Uh, he put these things in our ears and they're yeah. wrapped around our brain and they're basically uh, making... He made us do things mm-hmm. even though we really didn't want to. He made us do it. Yep. And at this point is when Kirk goes... Uh huh, and he calls Spock and he's like, "Look, I'm gonna go down to the planet. If you don't hear from me in an hour, go." Right. But he, he says something at the. I can't remember the exact remember phrasing exactly of what, what he, he says when he beginning. first picks it up, but it's basically like a reference to Spock. Like, I'm about to say this thing, but, but I this don't is not. Mean this it. is not what I mean. Yeah. But I'm, yeah, I'm going to say this yeah. thing because yeah. I'm pretty sure Khan's listening. So I'm going to yeah. say this thing. I'm going to tell you to leave, but don't really leave. You're my ace in the hole. Do whole. the yeah. exact opposite of what I'm telling you. Yeah, and Spock this. knew. Spock knew. Oh, yeah. right. there, there, there is an episode they said, I remember, I cannot remember the exact one or the mission, but it is something where they talk about this, that it, they talk about the rule, which they talk about a little bit later, is yeah, that when there, when there is... Uh, when there's enemies uh, surveilling you, you talk in code and you do yep. the basic opposite right. of it. And, you know, also Spock is also watching everything as well from the ship. Mm-hmm. So presumably they have the power at this time back up and he sees it and goes, well, there's okay, some, yeah, we know what we need to do. They're yeah. working on it. They're yes. working on it to get the yeah. power back to the, to the places they need it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Kirk's banking on yeah. Khan's arrogance, thinking right. he's so much better. Than yeah. Kirk, that he's like, oh, Kirk, this idiot. He's he's saying his whole thing over and over. He's channel. telling me exactly what, what he's doing. He's yeah. banking on that arrogance. Yeah, and this is from the episode two where he, you know, Khan is also incredibly arrogant. Yes, mm-hmm. as well. So he he's just play, he's, he's just superior. playing into it. Yeah. So Terrell resists the eel's influence and turns the uh, phaser on himself. on himself. Okay, why didn't he just set it to stun? Here's my deal. Okay, yeah. we get to this part where he turns the phaser to himself and basically kills himself so he doesn't betray his people. And then Chekhov, immediately after this happened, falls down in pain and then the weird wiggly worm thing comes out of his ear. I do not know why. Why? I'm not sure exactly what Did triggered it. Chekhov that is kind of dumb anyway. But yeah, but... Even May, to maybe Chekhov like, have enough there. Why? But even so, I mean, Chekhov would have been resisting it the whole time. Right, but, but why did when this happened? Did the worm come out? It's like lazy they, writing. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Cause yeah, it's like, unless they narrative convenience. In, unless they put in that they're like, uh, like a hive mind sort of thing. Yeah, or something like that. There was no reason for this to happen, except and, that they didn't want to kill off Chekhov. Yeah. Yes. And, and also to add to that, early on, what what he mentions is that it leads to people being susceptible to suggestion, yep. followed by insanity, then followed by death. Right. So, the insanity, you could say, Terrell went to the insanity point and then was death because he turned it. He turned this phaser on himself. Right. Right. So you're right, though. I think because if he if they wanted to kill Chekhov. Or if they didn't want to kill Chekhov, they should then have they, had you know, a reason behind. Yeah, it. and then they just like okay, they didn't possible. do it. Yeah, it's possible the bugs themselves were telepathically linked, which is were fine. Hive but mind. say that. And when when the one in Terrell was vaporized with Terrell, the other one freaked out. 
Which okay, I would Possibly. understand if that was said, That's but they made they made mention. Sure, but there have been there have been weirder stretches. Yeah. Than Star Trek. but they've already made mention yeah. at the beginning as to what these things are. Yeah, yeah. because this is these and, things yeah. are what killed most of Khan's crew. Mm-hmm. So, and that the ones that he was raising were pets, yeah. and he was very specific about how this is where they keep their young, and this is what happens with their young, and this is how yeah. basically they feed. Yeah, that's true. He takes both. He of takes them from, them the, from same the same being. being yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you're right. Yeah. Them. So it's like okay, so they're yeah. siblings. They're from the same group. Yeah. But there's nothing there saying that they, they mimic or that they give off signals for each other or anything like that to prove that there's some sort of hive mind it is never said it is never mentioned but this is what happens and Chekhov is fine i guess yeah. he just overpowered it yeah i guess possibly i mean yeah. it's possible yeah. i'm just that's the very only... confused about it that's yeah all. i i yeah. I, that yeah. that was the only part of the movie that yeah. I really like didn't understand. Because yeah. if you're gonna do let's face it, it's Star Trek. Yeah. The plots are convoluted. Yeah. You know, you're you're already and, walking into a convoluted plot. Give me some more information. And speaking with word plots, we do find out that David is Kirk's son. Which is We's not that not much su- of a jump. Yeah. yeah. Well uh-huh. it wasn't surprising. No. But to me, it's like it's in a way I kind of wanted to see more of that. Right, like you could have—they could have gone into that yeah. a little bit deeper. And the fact that David knows yeah. that Kirk is his father, but Kirk doesn't know that David knows. Yeah. So that's I, a big deal too. I mean, I wanted to see more myself, but you know, we'll see. I don't know. Um, Trey, so we have this, the uh, Genesis is transported on uh, board Reliant by Kirk, intending to maroon uh, Kirk and, uh, Khan, sorry, intended to maroon Kirk in a, on a lifeless planoid. Um, Very alive! Yeah, but they're tricked by Kirk and Spock's coded arrangements for a rendezvous. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Kirk directs the Enterprise to the nearby Matura Nebula. Conditions inside the Nebula render the shields useless. And did anyone, like... Really, just see like this is probably the greatest '90s screensaver ever. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, straight up. Oh, where you see it, it, it's just, and there's a lot of weird pinkish and purples and, you I, know, it looks like a pair of pants you had at one point, Kiz. Oh, I've that played, pink and purple tie dye one you had. I've played more than a few yeah. missions in Star yeah. Trek Online that yeah. that take place in that goddamn nebula. Yeah, is you can't see shit when you're in there. <laughs> Oh really? Start yeah, in Star Trek Online, your radar doesn't work. Like you like your your map of the area doesn't work. You can only see like a little ways around your ship itself and everything's all staticky and warping. Because oh. the Mutara Nebula Nebula fucks with your sensors and your shields don't work. So wow. don't get in a fight, because your shields don't work. Damn. Damn, 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 wow. Oh. Well at least they kept up with the lore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the conditions render useless here in the target system, making the Enterprise and Reliance evenly matched. Spock notes that Khan's tactics indicate inexperience in a three-dimensional combat, which Kirk dis- exploits yep. to disable the Reliant. Mm-hmm. Because I, remember, I, remember, Khan is from the future space year of 19, yeah. 1996. 1996. <laughs> After the eugenics wars. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 1996, man. <laughs> uh, 
I'm getting flashbacks of Demolition Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Demolition Man 97. Yeah. 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 All right, yeah. so we could be yeah. coming from the same timeline here. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of your future past month you created, kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, like, it, it just... A good thing. There, so... Uh, so, the... Khan kind of has a Harvey Two-Face thing going... There's mortally wounded. He activates the Genesis, oh, yeah. which is going to reorganize, reorganize all life matter onto the nebula, including the Enterprise. Through Kirk's uh, crew detects, though Kirk's crew detects activation and attempts to move out to the range. The only way to get away from yeah. it is to go to warp. Yeah. And Khan's banking on the fact that the Enterprise is still fucked up and can't go to warp. So, this so is he's going to kill. I'm going to kill myself and everyone in this goddamn system. Yeah. And he's trying. And then, yeah. yeah. And then we get they Spock. Just barely managed to get the the ships working again, but uh, like Scotty's trying to fix the the warp drive, but he takes takes too much radiation. And he's passing out, and there's really only one way to get the 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 like the warp core levels right, and Spock sacrifices himself to do it. But I, he does something right before he does mm-hmm. it. He, he goes knocks up, out the doctor. He knocks out Bones, yeah. but he whispers in his he- in his ear. While, remember. While putting his hand yeah. in the mind belt. he does the mind belt. mind yeah. position and says, remember. Yeah. Keep that in mind. This will be important next, next episode. Yeah, and I personally forgot this was in this movie. Yeah. And... I, I didn't. I wasn't prepared for it. Oh, really? Yeah. I tell you, the makeup. Yeah. Now, actual getting actually radiated that hard, you would literally You'd be, be melting. melting. Yeah. yeah. But the makeup actually works, because at one point... Oh, it's he, believable. When he stumbled over yeah. to, and he kind of, like, bumped into the thing, part of his makeup smeared on the glass. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's his skin. It oh. wasn't meant to be HD. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and although in the reboot, I don't think they did this right because when James Kirk dies, he still looked he like still perfect, looked pretty, pretty. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty and it just, fine. but it wasn't, it didn't like, it, quite go right, right there. Right, no. It, it's like, okay, they're going to do that. Okay, he's going to do the con line. Okay, con, and okay, it's a here we go. a different way, and, and, they, yeah. and in the end of that, the yeah. reboot. Kirk is alive at the end of the movie. Right. Which is mm-hmm. not what happens in this one. No. No, I, I wasn't Spock, prepared for it. I mean... Yeah, Spock does not yeah. get injected with, with magic triple, triple blood. Magic triple blood. Yeah. But, you know, so, I mean, I'm doing the live long and prosper. I mean, this is the only thing I can accidentally do with my right hand. Um, <laughs> my mom couldn't do it. Here, so. here, but I, you know, I, to me, Spock is one of my favorite characters uh, out of really any particular anything. Spock's his mom's my, yeah. character. Mom's and, you know, so it's, to me, I wasn't prepared to see this. And once he started changing the core, I'm like, oh, crap. Crap. Oh, this is oh oh god, that's a, that's a cool <laughs> effect there, but oh Bye, god, Spock. yeah. And then you see this, I'm like, oh, this scene is in this movie. Crap. Yep. I forgot about this one. Oh yeah. no. But I knew it was coming. Spock, and Spock yeah. dies. I knew it was coming. I just didn't know how it was coming because, yeah. like, I, I hadn't seen this movie in its entirety. Yeah. I've seen it in chunks yeah yep. so I was like alright what's how yeah. is this ha- oh that's how this yeah. is happening and that's when I had the epiphany going oh wait 
He's still dead at the end? Wait, what's the name of the next movie? Oh, right. The Search oh, for Spock. Right. right. And then and I'm thinking, what are they going to search for? He's dead. They search for his dead body. Yeah. Why? Because when they launch the... You, he turned into a star or something. Well, Wait he landed on the planet. Next week, you'll understand and why. And there was a planet. Yeah. Remember. Remember. <laughs> yeah. What? That's important. I'm not good remember, at that. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Something, yeah. something, have a good November. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, the, uh, what Spock did to, yeah. to When he Bones, goes like this, when, and he on, goes, On the remember. face, goes, remember. Yeah. Okay. That's important. Yeah. That's yeah. important. But yeah. they need his body back, yeah. which ended up landing on the new Genesis planet. Yeah. Which means that the body... Is intact. Is intact. Yeah. Not only is it intact, you'd think with that it's flare that it yeah. would have burned up. Well, it's, no. it's not alive. It's it's in one piece. Oh, okay, I'll give you a little bit of a spoiler here. Kirk, uh, sp- uh, spork. <laughs> Spock's spork. spirit is hitching a ride in bones. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mind Space yeah. wizards. Yeah, and. This that one I've seen a couple times, and you know, DeForest Kelly actually does a really good job playing Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> yep, in I my, cannot wait for this. Okay, yeah. even though it's supposed to be like one of the bad ones, I am looking. You I have not seen it. My favorite bad movie of all of all the Star okay. Trek movies. Because I haven't seen it, and I'm yeah. I'm actually I told him I after think we you'll finished en- it. Yeah, I was like, let's watch the next one, and he was like, no, we can't do that. I'm like, yeah. but I really want to. I <laughs> think like, you'll I know, really it's enjoy like, it. I know you want to, but it's gonna it's gonna mess us up for this. That's true. Yeah. So, the one part of it that I really like was. Spock urges Kirk not to grieve, and he says his decision to sacrifice himself to save the ship's crew was a logic one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a logical it's choice. The needs of the many. Needs of the many outweigh the few, Jim. The needs of the few. No. Or one. Or the one. Or the one. And to me that hit, and there's a line... Very short in the next movie, you are going to hear you're going to hear me in the next podcast absolutely rant about this one thing. Okay. Um, I won't say it, but it's a voiceover of James Kirk kind of reflecting, and it, it's just it's when you know the movie's going to be stupid. It's um, the captain's log. Yeah, and it's really really dumb, but. The send-off, I mean, it's a very, like, to me, this kind of, like, it's, like, I'm thinking, wow, Starship Troopers ripped off the ripped right? off really badly. Yes, they mm-hmm. did. I yeah, was like, Yeah, like, even when I saw Starship, Starship Troopers years ago, I'm like, wow, they ripped it off really bad. Mm-hmm. They ripped it off really, really bad, and they send off uh, Spock's car- coffin and do this really cool thing, and I'm like, you know what, that's one of the things I've wanted to do is because I've never, I... I've thought about it, and when I, even since I was a kid, I'm like, when I die, I don't want to be buried. I mean, I want to be, I want to, you know, be cremated and have my ashes shot into space. Yeah, I thought the same just thing. Solely because of this fucking scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Solely because of this, I want to be able to be shot in space. I'm like, that is so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like, what a freaking way to go. I mean, to me, this works. Pack me in a bunch of fireworks and set that shit off. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, hell, I don't want people looking down on me when I'm dead. Right? You know. 
Yeah, right. see, for the longest time, I said, I don't want to be, I don't want to be buried, I don't want to be cremated, I want to be stuffed and mounted. Yeah. And just use me like a coat rack, just in the corner, just thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and that really is the end of the movie. Yeah. I mean, and this one is a damn good one to start with. Mm-hmm. Because, my God, Ricardo Montalban and his man boobs are, are really damn good villains. Are over the top and amazing. And I looked yeah. it up. That was his, that People thought he was wearing, like, a prosthetic. No, that's his actual that chest. That was his actual chest, and he got that doing a lot of uh, push-ups. Yeah. Good for him. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, that's his actual chest. And, you know, he does that. I'm like, good job. Good for you. Good for you. And then I had flashbacks of a weird time in a beach in Maine. But... <laughs> I'll just leave it at that for some listeners who know what I'm talking about. So we're going to get on and we're going to tell you about 4041 Media. And we'll talk with you on the next time when we have fantasy casting coming right on the other side of this commercial. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. All right, we are back. You know, fun little thing I looked up real quick uh, before... Uh, when we were talking about how there was a fake ear used for the worm scene. Yeah. It was actually a really big fake ear. Yeah, I thought so. And I looked up, apparently one day the art department made a oversized, like life-sized Q-tip yeah. left next to the ear. So they, so when they came, when they came in to shoot the next morning, they just found this giant Q-tip, <laughs> which I thought was great. <laughs> That's great. Uh... I do want to mention one of the things we're going to be exploring for at least the month of January as we're doing the original uh, gener- the original series movies. Um, I found a bunch of uh, recordings Leonard Nimoy did as Spock. Neat. And there's an album called Leonard Nimoy Presents Mr. Spock's Music from Outer Space. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, and god. some of it's really bad, and we're going to go out today with the song Highly Illogical. Oh god. Oh, there's another thing he did. It's, a, it's an infomercial for something. I can't remember exactly what it is, but he's talking to a beeping rock. And he's pretending like he can understand it. I will find it, and I will link it too. Okay, yeah, I, I, I need it. I think I, I read... Uh, I read an article a while ago, like after um, Leonard Nimoy had passed away, about his time as Spock and how it was like one of the his favorite times yeah. was being able to continue to be Spock even after the show had ended and when they did the movies and all the excess bits that he did. I think it was during the Captains actually, yeah. or the Spock yeah. or the the what the thing that his son did. I watched it. Um, the Captains is a great documentary. Captains is by a great way. documentary, but there's also a letter. Avery Book one that Brooks is insane. Oh yeah, 
<laughs> um, but no, uh, his son did a like a memorial to him, which yep. I cried the entire yeah. time. It was, yeah. Um, but he he enjoyed all of this stuff. Yeah. So it was one of those things where he, even though he made money at it, it was still something he enjoyed to doing. Mm. So wow. it, yeah, he put he put for, a lot of himself into it. For a little while, he tried to distance himself from from the character of Spock, and it it was like he he had the the whole kind of. Alan Rickman from uh, Galaxy Quest thing, where he just he hate he hated the character, didn't want to be the character, and then he kind of came to, and then he embraced yeah. it. And yeah, he realized like, no, this is this was the best time. That actually yeah. took um, uh, William Shatner a lot longer to do. Yep. Actually, yeah. um, William Shatner didn't really start embracing uh, Captain Kirk until he was already in his like seventies. True. He had yeah, started. Right, yeah. He had started doing a lot of the the Star Trek cons. Yeah. And he he always did Star Trek cons. Well, yeah, he, he liked he the attention. Basically, he was of the opinion, and I've heard him say this in an interview, that he would basically do anything he could when it came to acting. It didn't bother him if anybody said anything bad about it. Yeah. Because he never not paid his bills. He never went hungry. He never had to worry about money. Yeah. So by doing all of the little things that he did, even though he wasn't particularly happy about the Captain Kirk character, he never went hungry because of it. Like, but, but he also got to sing a duet with uh, with Henry Rollins. Okay, but that's later. Yeah. It was actually at... Which is a much better song than you it think it was. Yeah, really it, I, I've heard it. Um, yeah. From Has Been. Yeah. But he was at a convention. He was flying into a convention, yeah. actually. He hadn't even gone in yet. Um, and he got off the plane, and the captain came out and shook his hand, and he said, you're the reason I became a pilot. Hmm. He flat out told him, you are the reason I became a pilot, you're the reason I wanted to go into aviation because of your character, and because of how I viewed your character. And it really hit home with, uh, with him, with uh, Shatner. That's when he started realizing that, this character that he portrayed, and even though he kind of made fun of himself a little bit for it, and he really didn't take a lot of it too seriously, yeah. it's when he started to realize that he actually had a major effect on people, yeah. and that's when he started embracing Kirk, and that wasn't until much, much later. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. That's really, that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, to me, I mean, you know, Star Trek itself is really just the ultimate exploration of what humans can be mm -hmm. when we get past all our bullshit. Well, that's basically and, what know, it was supposed to be. It was yeah, supposed yeah. to be utopian. Yeah, my, and just... That's, that's how my mom explains why, yeah. like, my mom's an original Trekkie mm -hmm. from, yeah. like, from the 60s when it came out. She was part of the letter writing campaign to bring it back. Like, yeah. she was huge into it. And she, she says the reason she loves it is because it kind of shows that things will 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 be okay. Yeah. Like we can actually pull this off. Yeah. And Eventually we'll be okay. More yeah. recent yeah. more recent trek is a little more yeah. dystopian, a little more like not great. It's a little crazy, yeah. Yeah, like the 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 whole thing with the new Picard series. I've heard some not great things. The uh, yeah. Starfleet has kind of gone sideways. Yeah. Regardless, like yeah. the original vision of Star Trek is that we can come together as a people, we can be decent, and we can yeah. be worth the aliens visiting yeah. us. Because right yeah. now, right now we're not. Yeah. Right now and we're... No. They know and we're here, they just don't want anything to do with us. I mean, Christ, it, yeah. it gave us George Decay. Yeah. <laughs> I love 
can we say can we say any more on that? That's I love him so just, much. Just he's, he's a so, beautiful human he's being. He's so and, fucking funny. Yeah. And he's just he's very outspoken, <laughs> and I just love the fact that he yeah. doesn't apologize for being himself anymore. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I like when when he was reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Was like, <laughs> oh my! Oh my! His throat's my clitoris. See, doesn't doesn't the uh, was it uh, Anastasia Steele? That's the character's name, I think. Anastasia Steele. You're right about you're right about Anastasia. I don't know if her last name is Steele. It might be. I think if it is, you know more than I do. Isn't it true in the book? She constantly says, "Oh my." I don't know. I don't know. I've never uh, read the no book. I, I, I have that would be hilarious. I haven't read it either. I'm basing it on listening to another podcast, read it, and complain about it. Yeah. Uh, I think she keeps saying, oh my, and you know that would... Uh, I couldn't it read it, because that would be George Takei saying, yeah. well, it's because she would just be George Takei. <laughs> well. Uh, and uh, another fun thing, and this is, uh, doesn't have to do with the movie, but we're talking about George Takei. I yeah. saw this uh, thing on Facebook a while back. In one episode of the original series, I don't remember which one it was, to, uh, like Sulu, I guess, took a solid blow to the head or some transporter accident or something happened, and he kind of became this, like, dashing fencer. Yes! He took his shirt off, and he's, yeah. you know, just, yes. like, a fencer for the yeah. whole thing. And at one point, he stands in front of Nichelle Nichols and says, Don't worry, fair maiden, I'll protect you. And she goes, uh, I'm sorry, neither. <laughs> As a fair maiden, and, oh, that was, and that was ad-libbed. Yeah, That's completely right. ad-libbed. Yeah. She's just like, yeah. I'm sorry, no. <laughs> you know, stuff like that, like little bits and pieces like that. Like Nichelle Nichols is like the kind of, she's like the stealth, yeah. like joke yeah. character. I love her. Yeah, me too. I absolutely too. love her. I love Zoe Saldana playing her in. Yeah. In the new stuff, yeah, I, I really like her. I like that they gave her a lot more depth. Yeah, mm-hmm. because let's face it, the show for its time, she was basically the only woman on the show. Yeah, forever. Well, other except, than except other, for Yeoman, what's her name? Yeah, okay, Yeoman, Yeoman, Yeoman Tallhair, Yeoman Tallhair, who almost got raped by bad, by, by Evil by Kirk. Evil Kirk. Um, uh, Yeoman Rand, yes. Oh, good. I'm glad you remembered. Yes, that, I just but, remember the dog. I do too. With with the crazy fur and the antennas and the and the horn. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like she's she's the only woman, and not a lot of stuff is done with her. No, she's she, just yeah. there. There aren't really right, right, um, that many Uhura specific anything. Honestly, yeah. Sigourney Weaver plays essentially that part in Galaxy in Quest. Galaxy Quest, where yeah. she just. Repeats the computer. I have one job on this ship. It's, yeah. it's stupid, stupid, but, but I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do it. it. Yeah, um, it, but yeah. It, that's that's why I think with the the reboot anyway, and I'm probably gonna get hate for this, but I like the fact that they gave her more depth. I like mm-hmm. the fact that yeah. they gave her. Uh, that yeah, she's I absolutely super, agree with you. Yeah. She's super smart, super smart, and yeah. can understand 87 billion different languages, and that she's low ball and you know. Fucking Spock, I'm cool with that. Like, I, I got... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I forgot about that scene. Yeah. So, back. I'm all cool with all yeah. of this. Yeah, Kirk looks at Spock. Goes really, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like roommates in Orion. Yes, with the green skin. Yes, yeah. another green skin girl. 
Speaking, uh, and speaking of Star Trek, if you have not watched Star Trek Lower Decks, it's, so. a, it's on CBS All Access. It's like Rick and Morty meets Star Trek. Funny. Mm. Oh, funny. Oh, but it's like so way funny. better than Rick and Morty. <laughs> sorry, and, sorry, Rick and Morty fans, yeah. you suck. But um, no, <laughs> hey. Lower Decks. Yeah. Low, Szechuan sauce. Okay, that... Uh, yeah. Okay, and rabbit the, fans, You yeah. have to be of a rabbit certain f- mental caliber to understand Rick and Morty. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, okay, that that level of the fandom, those yes, fan, I'm with you. Those yeah. fans... Yeah. Uh, for, for those fans, my arm is not long enough for the jerk-off motion that is in my heart. Like, I just, <laughs> I can't with those people. But yeah, Lower Decks is... It's fucking funny. It's fantastic. Really, really we're like, well, I think we're like three episodes in. Three or four episodes yeah. in. Out they're, of ten. They're really good. Like, it's it's enjoyable. It's an enjoyable half hour to kill. Mm-hmm. Hell, so when we get into fantasy casting. Oh, boy. Brought to you by Tiberius. <laughs> Tiberius. <laughs> Tiberius from Perfume.com. Tiberius. Or <laughs> the third nipple doesn't need okay, to be revealed. Why every time Tiberius. you say Tiberius, and I'm thinking it in sort of like a Chanel number no. five bottle. It is in a Chanel number no. five. But is it uh, blue? Because in my head it's no, blue. No, it's gold. Oh, it should Aww. be blue. I know, right? I mean, it yeah. should be green. Blue. Yeah. Tiberius, Tiberius, I, I don't know why. Tiberius sounds like a... Majestic forest. Yeah. Tiberius, yeah, Tiberius I makes me think of like a, of a like a oh. forest in winter. Do you so know I would, why? That's why I was. Th- that's why I, was I would think it'd be blue. Like pine Tiberius, so why when I you see her forest, you're not scared. Tiberius. They, they drink the Romulan Romulan um, ale. Romulan yeah. ale, and it's fucking blue. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's where my brain went. It's yeah, basically good hypnotic. Point, good point. Yeah, so I was like, I'm seeing it blue in like a uh, Chanel number five bottle. Yeah. So hey, perfume.com blue. Green! <laughs> I got one here. Okay. Oh, man. Replacing... I, 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 I love Ricardo Montalbán here. Yeah. I, I think he played the perfect villain. Khan! But somebody who could do Khan just as good, maybe even better, replacing him with John Lithgow. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. If we're, wow. doing, if we're doing over the top, absolutely. If we're doing scenery chewing. And yeah, it ain't taking That's an 18. Yeah. Not having that one. That definitely would have would have been over the top, but yeah. I think he would have made a better Kirk. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Considering, yeah. you know. I wouldn't see him so much as yeah. a villain as I would the, the bumbling hero. Uh, do you want to roll that for John Lithgow for Kirk? No, that's that's yeah. ten. That's even worse. Considering I that they they uh, William Shatner and John Lithgow played the same part in Twilight. Yes, oh, leading to the best joke ever on TV. On Third Rock from the Sun. Yes. Yeah. I was they're both better there. Than alien. <gasps> they're, they're, they're both there. They get off the plane. There was a man on the way. I saw a man on the wing. Me too. And they both hug. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, that reminds me. What was my fantasy casting I talked about last night? Oh shit! Um. Oh, uh, Vicky Dupchek is Carol because she has a, a baby with William Shatner, as oh, in Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, okay. The big giant head. Oh, that's that's right. He was calling that's himself right. Stone. Yes. And he abducted her. And oh, it's been a long time since I've seen that show. Okay. Uh, 18 and, and uh, is that six? Looks like a six to me. Yeah, yeah so oh, we have one. 24, all right. Okay, so, um, so David is, uh, Travis, whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> was it, what was it? What was the, uh, oh, Travis, yeah. I thought it the was big... like a two name name. Yeah. 
I no, know, it was it was Travis was the was the baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so David is now Travis. Yeah. Also, I want to know where, he, like, how he got the height. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah. he's much taller than Kirk. Because Kirk is not the uh, is not the tallest man. He's not tall. Like I don't think anybody is tall except for Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy is he like was, the tallest. Him of the and group. maybe Bones was a little bit taller too. Yeah. But that reminds me of another. Yep, we had that other one. Yeah, okay. I was saving that one for you. <laughs> okay, Bones for Bones. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Now we have bones instead of bones. She's gonna have to. All the tortured people are gonna have to be horrible skeletons and really graphically disgusting, so she can investigate their bones. Yeah. Properly. Take them back to the ship and have them then make a make a red shirt deflesh them. (laughs) And overuse the word particulate too much. uh, Is it what what is it called? Degloving. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead and do. Can you go ahead and just clean these bones for me? <laughs> Alright. And then so. she would not fight with Spock because they'd both be fucking logical as hell. Yeah. yeah I that. think if she was in, in Star Trek, I think they would both be fucking. Huh. They would be in a relationship. I think because would, it's they, logical I think for their offspring to be smart. Well, I mean, that's how Bones and Booth got together is because she said, well. Logically, because he had <laughs> superior genes, because he had a great jaw and everything else, he was oh. in the military and all that other stuff, that he would make a great father because their baby would be beautiful, because they're both beautiful. Okay. And then, then they kind of just went with that, and then the relationship came after that point, when they got pregnant. <laughs> and so did he. And, you know, like, it just, they would come in and just see that, and then they would have a very good relationship. Hmm. Now I'm just making porn plots in my head. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I have one for uh, Terrell, uh, specifically, for Captain Terrell, um, because I have to try to put our patron saint in there. Okay, I have one for Terrell, Christopher Walken as Captain Terrell, because you can see him really overacting that, the things in my head. I have one, too. Let's see... Uh, 17 and a 12. Yep. Yeah. All right. So. I have one for Jamil, yeah. though. Okay. What do you got? Dave Chappelle. I mean, oh, holy, wow. Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Holy shit, yeah. It was, I, was, I was going for the overacting tip. Uh, uh, was going you're going for, for the, like, uh, you're going for the good actor. Cray cray, yeah. You're going for the good actor tip. All right. No. Ah. Uh, no. That's that would have been funny. Can I try to revive that? Yes. Uh, let us say this. Give this one a reroll. I tell you this once, but y'all smoke entirely way too much reefer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it ain't taking it. Yeah. Shit. Y'all <laughs> got any more? Time. Y'all got any more of them dilithium crystals? <laughs> <laughs> Is that him or Chris Tucker? Yeah. Oh God, no. <laughs> um, no, Chris Tucker is Scotty. Oh God, Ruby Rod. Yeah. No. Yes. I like Scotty. Chris Tucker's. Can Chris Tucker? Can Chris Tucker be the little little alien guy that hangs out with Scotty in the reboot? That's the reboot. I'm not talking reboot. I'm talking this one. I give it up. You can't. It doesn't have to be Ruby Roddy. Damn. His character from from are you gonna say rush? Are you gonna say rush hour? Because that's just as just as bad. I see no difference aside from the hair. Fucking character. Chris Tucker as Chris Tucker in. 
There's certain ca- there's certain actors that don't actually play any yeah. characters. They just are themselves as whatever. I could see him go wipe yourself off, man. You did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wipe himself off. Say, give say all he cr- can. Say it to Crewman Preston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wipe yourself off, man. You did. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> You understand yeah, the words? You can't the word damn. Man, you're Scottish. Nobody understands the words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> Please. Do you hear God, no. God, no. Okay, the, di- the dice have spoken. I'm not allowed to make these the things. The dice have spoken out against Chris Tucker. I'm not allowed to, I'm not allowed to come up with these things, apparently. Just roll this. Oh, <laughs> Uh, <gasps> what did you say you were with? I'm just picturing Dave Chappelle as Terrell. You're welcome. Yeah, I mean it would definitely work. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all got that bitch cone. <laughs> you put something in my ear, man. White people, I'm dead. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Chappelle needs to be in Star Trek somewhere on, now. Yeah. He needs to be in Star Trek. Yeah. Dave Chappelle, you need to be in Star Trek. Please. I, you know, uh, I think I told you this. Uh, Seth MacFarlane was in uh, a couple of episodes of Enterprise yeah, back that in the day. Yeah, but that doesn't surprise yeah. me. He does the Orville. This is yeah. not a surprise it's, to me at all. It's not bad. I mean... I liked the Orville. Yeah. I thought it was a good it's show. Real, it's real. It's like, okay, I'm in. It's but funny. It's, 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 it's good. It's what it is, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's what normal people uh, would say if they actually worked on a starship. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I like, Nobody I like, talks like Star Trek characters. Yeah, they yeah. really don't. No, I, I like the idea of that, and I, that that's a that's a good twist. But the uh, I'm sorry, I, I just can't get Dave Chappelle out of my head You're with welcome. this. <laughs> yeah, the uh, who did we? Did we end up with anybody as Ricardo Montalban or no? The as um, Khan. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! See, because now I'm I now I've got Ruby Rod in my head. Yeah. So now I'm thinking like Gary Oldman. Yeah. <clears throat> Gary Oldman can do a lot, but I don't know if he could pull off Khan. No. Nah. He's just weird, like yeah. Billy Bob Thornton. I'm just because of the hair. I'm just thinking of Jim. Cartoons. He's <laughs> 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 one of the misfits or something. You're not wrong. It's Brett Michaels. Remember, everybody, uh, feather responsibly. Uh, I have one. Go for it. Uh, this for <laughs> fan of the show, Brian. This one's for you, man. Oh dear. Uh, nineteen early nineties Shawn Michaels. Mm. Oh God. Okay. Holy shit! Yeah, that's twenty three. And he just he just wants to kick Kirk right in the mouth. Yeah, and it works. And he just the way he would do those promos, like basically Ricardo Montalban when they first connect over, you know, and they're talking. It's a WWF promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a you WWF just, promo. You just see Mean Gene Okerlund yeah. in the back on what? Yeah. He's just at one of yeah. the consoles in the back. Yeah, give him some of that sweet chin music. Yeah. Actually, you sweet. go ahead. You have sixty seconds to go ahead and respond to my order. So, and yeah, Gene Okerlund is the is the comms uh, officer. So where's Triple yeah. H? Yeah, 
Um, oh, he ain't even here yet. Okay. That's why I said oh, early night. Oh, Marty Jannetty. Yeah, Marty, Marty Jannetty's gone. Okay, so yeah. we're at this point. No, this is this is we're solo. Heartbreak kid. Yeah, right. this is heartbreak kid. Sean Michaels okay. with, the, with the leather pants with the with, with the, the red leather with the pants. Red. Yeah, yeah, and the weird thing he had where yes, most of his chest was showing. I had that on my wall. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I had it for a different reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Me too. But the you know. he still had the best entrance music it's of all time. It's in my head right Rocky. now, yep. honestly. Rocky. Yeah, of that guitar solo time. in that is amazing. I mean, that was my all-time favorite wrestler ever. I and know, I mean, I, the guy I flew through so many of them. Yeah, but you know, all, of all time, I actually met Shawn Michaels once. Did nice. you? That's cool. Yeah, I was uh, making a reservation for him at a Sheridan, and I got to tell him that he was my favorite wrestler because he had a Lizzie eye and I had a Lizzie eye too. And he's <laughs> like, he's like, you know what? No one's ever said that to me. I appreciate <laughs> that. I'm like. I'm really glad you didn't take offense to that, sir. You should sir. have met Mick Foley. He's, he's like that, too. Yeah. Foley's like a, the nicest dude on the planet. Yeah. No, and he used to come to Fall River all the time. Yeah. Right? Mick Foley is supposed to be great. Yeah. yeah. No, but Shawn Michaels was definitely my favorite I think, I think they're all... Honestly, yeah. when they're not in their persona, they're yeah. all pretty cool. Yeah. My favorite was always the, was always the Undertaker, though, because I, I was always that closet goth kid. Yeah. Who, oh, I, like I couldn't really pull off the goth look because yeah. I had too much of a fro going yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would, growing, uh, up, growing up, it was it, it kind of it fluctuated. It was yeah. like Hogan until I was about maybe twelve. Yeah. Then it was Shawn Michaels until I was about eighteen, nineteen, and then it was um, uh, Y2J. <laughs> I was say you're not Chris about Jericho. To, I was gonna say you're not gonna say the and brood. And then it kind of stayed yeah. Chris Jericho. Yeah. I was say you're not gonna say the brood. Yeah. The yeah. brood. No. Edge Christian. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so but they had the long blonde they hair. They did, but I was always a, a but, Chris Jericho fan. Alright. I was picturing and picturing Shawn Michaels as as their Gargamontabon and it. I think it, yeah. all yeah. of it is a WWF promo. Yeah. It can yeah. absolutely yeah. work. Yeah, and it's absolutely. still here. So I think this is a good time to round this one out. Mm, yep. So um, definitely check this one out because we've definitely left a lot out because it's yep. it needs to be seen. It is on Hulu. Yep. Check it's it out. Hulu. All, if you've got Amazon Hulu-more. Prime, that's how we watched it. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Prime too. Yeah, yep. if it's all there, it's awesome. It should be on CBS All Access. Yeah. It's certainly. not. It no, should be, not. but it's not. It's not. So, join us next week as we continue on with the original series of Star Trek movies. Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. So be good. Did you check behind the couch? (laughs) (laughs) He's in the same house! He's calling from the phone in the house! Get out of the house! Don't go upstairs! (laughs) Don't go upstairs, you moron! Spock! Spock! (laughs) Spock! Where are you, Spock? It's more than that. Be good, take care of yourself, but don't be too good.